0: G'day awesome people, welcome to episode 137 of the Train TrainSmooth podcast, my name is Tim Egg, and if, not only do you, if you have training, racing or nutrition questions, but if you just want to bounce an idea off me or whatever, feel free to submit your questions, feedback, whatever it is, to just jump on the website, trainsmooth.com, or you can just send me an email, tim at trainsmooth.com, so today's question, I do apologize, I been I've I've been suffering from man flu lately and which really is just a common cold and it's funny people that are around me have got a got a cold but they're all saying oh man I'm, I've got the flu and I go oh really have you got the flu or is it a cold oh, I don't know but I'm sick but <laughs> but it's definitely definitely a, a bit of a cold I've got but I've tried doing this show in the car yesterday I think oh, I've got to get something out It's been too long I have tried. I like to get something out every day And I was trying to come up with ways I can get it out So I plugged the little microphone into my phone And I was doing the show while driving But I couldn't remember show numbers I couldn't remember names Who submitted the questions I couldn't even remember the actual question I, I gave the You know, I knew what the question was But I just didn't know it word by word And it was a disaster So I canned it But anyway, here we go uh, today's question comes from dev what is re i overheard some runners talking about it and how important is it so basically re that's all all got to do with a power meter for runners so what re stands for is run effect and basically what run effect is it's um speed speed to power so seconds per meter versus power to weight so that that's kind of what it is and it's one of those numbers that are it is important especially if you're looking at data with power meters for runners um the higher the number that goes the better off the better it is for you um so, so basically, in a roundabout turn, the more efficient you become, the, the the more stronger, the more faster you become at at running. If that number increases, and it's a, and it's one of those numbers that is a very slow thing to increase and takes a long time to do it. But if that number increases, your pace is getting better. And but the most important thing with that number increasing is you're getting faster or stronger or more efficient, whichever, whichever way you want to look at it, with no extra oxygen use. So what I mean by that is, you know, just walking, you you need certain amount of oxygen going to the working muscles and organs as you're moving. You increase pace, you're going to need more oxygen go, traveling through the pathways to all these working muscles. Now, if you can become more efficient and faster without using any extra oxygen, that is the key that is that is just a beautiful thing now i'm not really i I, while i'm learning a lot about power meters for runners i'm still way off from being at that level where i go oh yeah i can coach someone so i'm more of a more more of an expert on a on theory based side of it but i hope hope to be um i'm always learning but i'm i'm at I do think oh, I, it's going to take me another three to six months at least to, to really be at a level where I can competently say, yeah, let's, let's switch your training from zones or paces or efforts or whatever to actually power you via the power meter. But it's an exciting thing. I, I do think we're going to be hearing more and more about the power meter in years to come. For runners, I think it's um, a bit slow to take off, but I think it's going to become actually quite quite an important little tool used in future in future years. I think in five years' time, it's going to be something like like a cycling power meter. Nearly every, nearly every man and his dog will have one, um, and they're super cheap too. You can get them for like three hundred, three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, but anyway. So that's for what am I looking at? Four minutes twenty-two. So it's, I'll throw in an extra quick question here. I had an email sent um, about uh, about my homemade sports gels I have on the website. So a, a guy a guy sent me a message saying, "What do I use to store them in?" So if you for, if you're interested in making homemade sports gel, you just go to trainsmove.com. Go, go up to resources. Click on that. Go down to I think it's in nutrition, and you'll see homemade sports gels. And you click on that, and you'll see the recipe I use. So, what are you? What I there's a few things I you you can you can use anything you want, but what I use is those. Um, Endura has these little 125 ml bottles that, um, that just sits nicely in your hand as you're running or cycling or so. So I I use mostly them. It fits the equivalent of four gels in it. So you can just take a squirt into your mouth and Bob's your uncle, finish your aunt. If I'm if I'm doing my long run and I want to take some gels with me, I'll actually put I'll fill up one of my um, fuel belt bottles and I'll and I'll keep storing that. I have mucked around with the um, re, the reusable. Yogurt sachets you can get I think the wife got some on eBay For next to nothing But I found they're just a bit A bit clunky and a bit messy And wasn't that The theory is good But I think I wasn't that impressed But that's what I use for it So if you're interested in making your own Homemade sports gels And being in charge of what you put into it And that's the bit I like the most And they come super cheap I think um, I think they'll work it out to be like 20 or 30 cents per per gel it cost me to make so they're they're, they're, they're super cheap and they're super good because you can muck around with the flavors yourself you can muck around with the actual stuff you want into it and so just visit trainsmove.com click up into resources and you'll you'll get the um recipe Alrighty, righty if you guys have any other questions feedback whatever at all shoot me through an email tim at trainsmove.com till tomorrow whoo